War Eagle. This is War Bloggle with Bloggle Spot number 210. It is November 1st. It's 5.20 in the p.m. and it is 70 degrees outside. It's a few steps up from the last few days, from especially over the weekend, where it was 40 degrees as I was coaching uh, travel baseball. Uh, anyway, it is Texas A&M week. It is Wednesday. We are getting close to the Tigers traveling to College Station, where they have never lost uh, since the, since the Aggies have been in the SEC. Um, the road team is five and zero. They've beaten us three times here. We've beaten them two times there. Um, for whatever reason, I think this goes back to my Manziel days. Going there always seems really scary to me, like just as scary as going to Alabama or LSU, just because I still feel like they're a new place and I don't understand them. And I feel like the players are going to be weird and, or, you know, feel out of place. And it's just a big stadium. They're on top of you. And they always seem to be excited, even when they're losing badly and they have a cult and, and all that kind of stuff out there. But obviously, the last two times we've gone, it hasn't been a big deal. Uh, I mean, they weren't big win. I mean, they weren't, let's see, 2013, huge win over Manziel. D. Ford sacked him on the last play. They got down to about the 30 uh, after Trey Mason had scored the, the go-ahead touchdown about a minute before. Uh, then the next time uh, they went, it was right after, uh, what was his name, Kyle, whatever had been benched. So Kyler Murray played, and we kind of handled him. Jeremy Johnson started and played that game. I think we won something like 26 to 10, something along those lines. So it hasn't been a tough trip, but that doesn't mean it's not it's not it's going to be easy this time. Uh, they're obviously somewhat struggling. They just lost at home to Mississippi State, 35-14, and Mississippi State really didn't even seem to struggle at all. And while Mississippi State did beat LSU by 30, who beat Auburn? Remember, Auburn beat Mississippi State by 39. So um, Auburn should have. It does have the much superior team to Mississippi State, who just handled Texas A&M in the same situation that Auburn's going to be in, on the road in College Station. Uh, now they'll be a little more down. Uh, their starting quarterback, Kellen Mond, who Auburn did try to get, he struggled last week. They benched him, put in the redshirt freshman that started the game against UCLA in the first game of the season. Uh, but Kevin Sumlin said they're going to put Kellen Mond back there. So, uh I mean, they do still have Christian Kirk, wide receiver, quickest guy in the SEC probably, good punt returner, all of that. He's never scored a touchdown against Auburn, knock on wood. Seems like he's been there eight years. But, uh, you know, it, it, they can keep him kind of hemmed up. Don't let the quarterback just scramble all over the place. Uh, it should be – I'm not going to say anything like Arkansas, but it should kind of have that same feel. Maybe close for a little bit first half kind of thing uh, and then the second half just pull away and, and do what they can do uh, they don't have a great defense they do have a good defensive line I think they're second in the SEC in sacks as a unit uh, but we have the SEC uh, leading sacker on the team with Jeff Holland and uh, and Casey Dunn is coming back remember he got hurt in the uh, LSU game and we had to move Austin Golson back to center now he can do that Austin Golson can go elsewhere and use his strengths further down the line. And that was kind of our better offensive line f configuration anyway. So 
to combat their their strength, their defensive line, we should have our best offensive line. Uh, last night, the Halloween, as I was trick or treating with with Baby Bloggle, Baby Bloggle Two, and Beautiful Bloggle, whose birthday was the day before. Uh, she's Bo Jackson this year. Um, as I was trick or treating, the first college football rankings came out. Auburn was ranked number 14, which is about as good to be, as can be expected right now. Uh, that's two spots, I believe, two or three spots ahead of where they are in the AP poll and coaches poll. If you remember, last year, Auburn made it to the Sugar Bowl because they were the second highest ranked SEC team. They were around 14 or 15, and that was with four losses. The college football rankings have always had, so far, the playoff rankings have been good to Auburn. They always are a few spots ahead of where the writers have them and where the coaches have them. Um, they were number two, I think, in the very first one ever in 2014. Um, that was obviously right around the time we lost. No, we were three or four because that was right after we had lost to Mississippi State. And I was surprised at how we were still that high. Um, obviously, we didn't stay up there, but it just seems like they – give credit to Auburn's losses on the road the Clemson loss as frustrating as it made you for the on the offensive side of the ball it's still you know later in the season you look back and go okay Clemson is ranked number four in the college football rankings and Auburn lost by a touchdown basically eight points on the road early in the season when they weren't rolling and didn't have it going like they do now um, then the other loss was LSU on the road by four points um, at the time, it looked everybody hated it. It looked terrible, whatever. But LSU has beaten Florida, Auburn, Ole Miss. Um, not huge teams, but obviously their loss to Troy was a an anomaly, just like Auburn's loss to LSU was almost an anomaly. Um, it was one of those things where they just weren't into the game. Who cares? And they ended up getting bit. Auburn was sort of the same way. But to outside of Auburn, which is how you have to look at football. You can't just look at it as disgruntled fan. You have to look at it as Auburn has two losses, both on the road, both against Tigers and Death Valley, and by a combined 12 points. Two teams that are both ranked. Uh, Auburn is ahead of LSU in the polls with the same record as them because Auburn lost to Clemson on the road and LSU lost to Troy. The game... Okay, I'm going to say something that's going to sound really stupid, but losing by four on the road in the SEC, especially at a place like LSU, even if, as an Auburn fan, you say we should have won by 100, and Auburn should have won by a lot, but losing by four on the road, really by one because the last field goal really didn't matter, is not really probably considered a loss to the rankings. It's it's not like you won. I'm not saying they're going to give you credit for losing, but it's almost like they're not going to take anything away from you. I mean, I'm not. I am not saying it's the same as a win at all. I'm just saying to the rankings when people are evaluating you, it's it it's not going. You're not going to get credit. You shouldn't get credit of a for a win, but you're probably not going to get as much uh, detriment or whatever as if you lost. Just because going on the road and winning is hard, especially in the SEC, especially at Clemson, especially at LSU, regardless of the situation. So, 
again, I, I feel like the, the rankings, they have Auburn a tad higher than most people thought. But when you look at what – at their the, the, the two reasons people think Auburn's overrated is because of their two losses, and both of them were not bad losses when it comes down to the situation, not the one week after losing to Troy, so you're just mad because it embarrassed you and they should have won kind of thing. You have to look at the big picture. But um, Georgia started out number one, which most people kind of speculated they would, mainly because they beat Notre Dame on the road by one, and Notre Dame was is number three. Notre Dame has lost one game, and it was by one to Georgia. So it's kind of understandable. I still don't know what that means. Notre Dame's getting a lot of credit because they blew out USC. USC got too much credit at the beginning of the year. USC should have lost to Texas in that overtime game. Um, they're just – everybody wanted USC to be good and have the Heisman Trophy winner a month ago. Now they don't have that. Notre Dame blew them out. Georgia beat them by one game. Have not played anybody else at all. And you look at it, Georgia and Notre Dame have one loss combined and one is from the other. So that's why they're going to be at the top. Alabama's number two. Why? Because Georgia has played Notre Dame and Alabama has not played a single team. And Alabama fans love to get mad at this kind of stuff. It's the truth. Alabama has not played a single team that is getting a vote in any ranking right now. If you think about that, they beat Fresno State, they beat Colorado State, they beat Tennessee, they beat Texas A&M, they beat Florida State. Um, Who else? Vanderbilt. There's one or two I'm missing. None of those teams are even getting a single vote in the other rankings. You know, everybody, we stop at the top 25, but then you've usually got about 10 to 15 teams after that that are also receiving votes. If you really continued out the rankings, they'd go somewhere to about 40, 40 to 45 teams. That means people voted them at least 25th or higher because that's as, high as, that's as low as you can go. 25th or higher, they just didn't get enough to, when you add all the votes up, to, to get to the top 25. Alabama hasn't beaten any, hasn't played anybody that's even getting one 25th place vote. So they might be the best team in the world. They they could be. But it's hard to say that eight games into the season when you've played and beaten nobody. Their closest game was Texas A&M. Texas A&M at Texas A&M. And Texas A&M lost by eight. So that was their closest game. I guess their best win on the road at Texas A&M. But again, Texas A&M's five and three now. They don't have. They just lost to Mississippi State at home by more than what Alabama beat them. Think about that. They beat them 35-14. That's 21 points. Alabama beat them by eight. I'm not saying Alabama's not good, but that's why they're not ranked number one. Just because there's less of a resume. Now Alabama will play LSU, who is currently ranked, and they'll beat them. They'll beat them like 20 to 10. Or something like that, 20 to 7 in a very boring, low scoring game, as it always is. And they might get a little credit for that, but probably not enough to jump them to number one. Um, so that's it. So the top four Georgia, Alabama, Notre Dame, Clemson. Those sound familiar? Auburn will play or has played by the end of the season, will have played three of those four teams. 
when Auburn plays Georgia, unless Georgia loses to South Carolina this week, which seeing Georgia in the last few years could happen. You never know. They've lost to South Carolina when they shouldn't. This is new territory to them to see their number one by their name. They have not won a national championship since I've been alive. So, and I'm 35 years old. So, is going to South Carolina with the one by their name a lot of pressure? Probably. Does former Georgia boy Will Muschamp want to change that? Probably. But, I don't know. So, unless Georgia loses, Auburn's going to play the number one team in two weeks. Then, if Auburn beats them, who's probably going to go to number one? Alabama. So, unless Alabama loses to Mississippi State or LSU, Auburn's going to play number one Alabama two weeks later. Then, if Auburn beats them, they would go to the SEC championship game, provided Alabama beats LSU, which will happen, or somebody else beats LSU. Then Auburn will play Georgia again. You got to think Georgia wouldn't drop further than four or five if Auburn beats them. So by the time they play them, they're going to have beaten Georgia Tech, Kentucky, all those big schools they play at the end of the season after Auburn. Um, So Georgia will probably have moved up to two or three again. So if Auburn wins, or, you know, regardless of if Auburn wins, they're going to play. They have the potential to play the number one team twice in three weeks. And then if they won those, play that one of those teams, well, play Georgia again. Tell me Auburn does not have the, the toughest schedule every year at the end of the season. Every single year, it seems like we go through this. We say, and, and last year, they lost both of them and Auburn was out of the playoff race. Still made it to the Sugar Bowl despite everybody wanting that, like, last year was a terrible thing. But, you know, they go, Georgia was not good. They had a new quarterback who's not even playing right now. Should have won the game. Our quarterback was hurt. The entire backfield was hurt. It was a dumb game, stupid game. Should have won the game. But Auburn goes to Georgia, to Alabama in the same year. No team in the world does that. Does Ohio State end the season at Penn State, at Michigan? No. Does Alabama end their season. Well, we can't even say this. I was going to say Tennessee, LSU, but whatever. Nobody plays their rival, two rivals, at the very end, both on the road. I know this year we both have them at home. Nobody does it. And Georgia and Alabama are perennial good teams. Georgia has not been awesome the last few years, and Auburn should have knocked them off multiple times. But still, it's still the whole rivalry aspect. Nobody plays them at the end of the year. Nobody goes on the road both times. It's ridiculous. But this year, we've got them both at home, and they both might be ranked number one. Now, is that Auburn's fault? No. Is that the scheduler's fault? No. But it, it's just and, – and you're going to have people – let's say Auburn loses both of those games, and it's not terrible. Let's say they lose by 10 or less in both of them. There's going to be people, Auburn fans included, mostly really – that act like that is such a terrible thing that we lost to Georgia and Alabama this year. Georgia and Alabama, both undefeated, 8-0. Both could be number one. Both have been ranked number one at one point this season in various polls now. We can say that. And we're going to act like, how dare Gus Malzahn and so-and-so lose to their rivals? Both of them. Well, maybe because they're both number one. 
that that could be a good reason. I don't. It's not like a seven and six teams rolling in here and just knocking us off. So, I mean, let's. It, if Auburn were to go to the national championship game, this is their trek the rest of the way. Georgia, number one. ULM. Alabama, who if Auburn beats Georgia, number one. Georgia again in the SEC championship. So we're going Georgia, ULM, Alabama, Georgia. That's just to get into the playoff. Then in the playoff, you're going to play a top four team. Who do you do you think Georgia and Alabama, if they only have one loss, is going to be in the playoff? I'd say so. So Auburn could play Georgia or Alabama again in the playoffs. And then go to the national championship game. They without a doubt have the toughest trip to anything yet Auburn fans act as if it's all easy and every team wins every game except for them all right I'm done I'm home this has been bloggle spot number 210 done war eagle